Hey there, listeners. Alicia Marinelli here, the host of the Living Sport Podcast, where we connect you to young professionals and sport business experts from around the world. We have a really great episode for you. Today's guest has been all over the news. I'm pretty confident you have heard about Danita Johnson's big move from the LA Sparks to become the president of business operations at DC United. This move is historical and positions Danita as the third woman in league history to become president and the first African-American president of any major league soccer club. It's always great to have those ahead of us like Danita to look up to while we are out there creating our own path to greatness. What I loved about this podcast was how open Danita was about her journey and what positioned her to be a successful woman working in sport. And spoiler alert, this advice is great for the guys listening too. You will learn exactly why Danita made the switch from the WNBA to the MLS and her plans moving forward in her new role. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends. If you haven't already checked out how you can gain valuable experience, knowledge, and a newfound network through our sport business program, now is the time to do so. We are heading to Atlanta, Georgia for our spring break this March, and we are currently recruiting teammates. Check us out at livingsport.com. Let's jump into our great session with Danita Johnson, president of business operations at DC United. Welcome to another episode of the Living Sport Podcast. I am so excited for this episode. Being a female in the sport industry, today we have the president of business operations at DC United, Danita Johnson. Danita, welcome to the Living Sport Podcast. Thank you for having me. Now, did you make the move to DC yet? Um, not just yet. Um, I will soon. Wilson. Okay. That's coming. I know moving. I just made a move myself and good luck with that. Sometimes that's the hardest part of everything. (laughs) Get a great moving company. That's my advice there. Yes. But I want to congratulate you on the new position and all of your success in the industry. I watched a video on you, Danita, and the reporter asked you why the switch from the NBA to MLS. And it was your answer that I loved. You said it is not about the sport itself. You simply love sport business. So Danita, tell our listeners what you love about sport business. I think it's something that's constantly changing. Um, It's never the same thing every single day. Um, Our business is something that's evolving both from like a technology standpoint to how our fans consume from the in infield experience, all of it plays into the part of it. And so I feel like with the business of sports, it's always moving, it's always changing. And so it keeps you to always continue to think and push forward in new ways. Of course, always on your toes is what I like to tell students. You always have to be ready for anything. You, you can never just think you expect what's going to happen because in live events, it's any, anything goes, right? Right. So in the past 15 years, you have had tremendous success. If you could go through maybe your personal and professional journey in sport thus far? You know, I started as an intern. Um, I was working in the G League as an intern, which was amazing. And then from my G League days to going into an account executive position to a director, from a senior account executive to a director, like I've literally just worked my way up each notch of the different levels within the industry. And so when we talk about my journey, I say my journey is one that included getting experience at every single level and learning and getting key takeaways from each level to be able to move to the next. 
Now you started, you said as an intern and then an account executive, a lot of young professionals are maybe afraid of that account executive role, the sales role. What could you say to them to promote like, Hey, if you want to get into this industry, you have to learn the side of the business. Yeah. And what I also say to that is don't do something you don't want to do. And, and I say that if like, if you really don't want to be in sales, don't necessarily do sales. If you want to be in community relations and, and that's where your, your passion is, I say, look for jobs in that space. And, and pursue that because it can lead to other things in your career. Mine was the selling aspect. You know, when I first came into sports, I did want to do CR. So I was doing community relations work and I was doing game ops work when I first came into the industry. And my first full-time sales job was with like the Phoenix Suns and Mercury. I, I sold and did other duties when I was with G League because of the size of the company. But I say that to say that what it taught me was foundational, like how to have conversation with people, how to understand our product. And then revenue generation, no matter what department you're in, is a part of the business. So whether you're actively selling on the phone and you're doing revenue generation through ticket sales or you're doing CR work and you're finding ways to get funding, like it's still a skill set. And so you might get that skill set from becoming an, an account executive first, or you might get that skill set from working in a different department first. But it's the skill set of like, you know, understanding, talking to people, negotiation, financial, like really being able to find ways to generate revenue is what we're looking for. So I, I don't like people saying that you have to do it. I would say it's a really great place to start and you, were, you learn a lot from it. But if there's something that you're very passionate about, I do encourage people to apply for the job that they have levels of interest in. Now, with everything you described as an accountant executive and, and learning how to sales and those skills, they are life skills too. They're not only business skills. You, you can utilize some of those skills you learn going through that program in life situations as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, that's the key part of it is that, you know, we learn conversation. We learn how to listen better. How, how to pick up on different things. And that's helped me even from a management role, listening to like my team and listening to them talk to me and really being able to hear what they're saying and take that in to apply it in, the, in our workplace and how it makes them feel better as an employee. I learned that by listening to people on the phone as a sales rep and understanding, you know, what are their actual needs and how do I help meet their needs? So I was able to transition some of those listening skills into how I manage. When a manager listens to their employees, it's, it's not just about reading off a script. It's about listening to what they want because people don't want to be sold, right? They want to invest in you as a person. And, um, and if you could provide something of value to them, it, it makes everything easier, right? Absolutely. All right, Danita. So many people, especially right now, would describe you as a trailblazer. Really, how does that make you feel? I appreciate it. And sometimes, you know, everybody's like, oh, you, you got to be shy. And I am shy in my own ways, but I appreciate the acknowledgement. I appreciate people taking time to actually view my journey versus just where I am now. And so understand that it took work to get to the place that I am in. And, you know, you have your good days, your bad days, you make mistakes. Um, and so as a trailblazer in that, I hope people understand that my blazing a trail, quote unquote, is not with perfection. Um, it's with lots of trial and error. Now, I read an article that you mentioned scrappiness. You brought scrappiness day in and day out in your career. How has that helped you throughout your career? Maybe fight the fights, show up on bad days, celebrate the good days, scrappiness. Yeah, I mean, it's because I keep fighting for what I want, you know, and you have to keep doing that. And so you're going to have like a bad day. You can have like a bad week, but you can't let it define your career. 
you're in control of that. You're in control of how you feel and how you show up each day. So you have to take control of that. And so for me, it was like, all right, what do I need to do to move forward? And taking risks, moving to different places, taking different jobs is a scary thing a lot of times because you don't know what can happen in that next position or that next role where it could set you back 10 steps and you thought you were 10 steps ahead. You got to be afraid and almost be fearless and scrappy to be like, I'm going to make sure that the decision I make for myself can help lead to success. That's perfect for young professionals. Along the way, you are going to take some L's, right? Like that's a part of the game and you can't fear the L, you just have to learn from it and, and proceed forward. So as a successful businesswoman in the sport industry, what would you say to our living sport female alumni and even the men as aspiring sport business professionals that are listening to our conversation today? You know, I think for me, I would tell you all to enjoy the positions you're in, enjoy the people around you, because a lot of times, you know, yeah, I think it was like, uh, like how they would always say you sit in like a college thing and you might look to the person left or right and they may not be there realize that a lot of the people to your left and right are going to be on this journey with you. And I always talk about the importance of treating people well. And I look at my peers now at this level that I've met many years ago, that are still on this journey and we're working through this together. So I say, enjoy the journey in each role that you're in, take the time to actually learn. And it's great to have your mind set for the next thing that you want, but it's very important to focus on what you're actually doing and doing it really well. Great advice there. Yeah. Be present, be present. Don't be so focused on what you have to do next and all of the things you want to accomplish in life that you forget to appreciate those around you. Um, I'm a big person on developing relationships with people. And if you develop a connection, a network of people that could truly rely on each other and you're there for each other through thick and thin, it's a powerful, powerful thing, especially in the sport industry, which is really small and a family-like industry. You have an upcoming season approaching. What does the 2021 season look like for DC United? And what maybe are some hurdles given that we're in this time with COVID? Yeah, I think we're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> I think we all are, you know, you know, where, where we're going to, hopefully we'll be able to have fans and all those different things. So a lot of that from that season perspective is still kind of up in the air and it's about the health and safety of our players and our fans that are going to come first from that decision-making process. But I, for me, you know, I want to create a season of fun, a season of entertainment. There's a lot happening around us in this world. And for many people, sports is an outlet to enjoy life a little bit, a little more, but also have the opportunity to use our platform to stand for something really strong. So I think for me, it's a combination of creating a fun and entertainment environment, whether that's in the, in Audi field or, you know, from home and at the same time, creating things that create change in our communities. Fantastic. I heard a lot about Audi field. I have not been there yet. So definitely that is on my stadium, my bucket list stadium. We do have an alumni that traveled to Hamburg, Germany with us as part of our programs, as we're trying to explore the world through sport. Her name is Cheyenne Foster and she's a huge DC United fan. She's a season ticket holder. And um, I reached out to her and said, hey, I'm talking with Danita Johnson. Would you like to ask her a question? So would you be up for a question from Cheyenne? Okay. All right. So she says, what growth do you see for the team and the league in the next five to 10 years? And what do you identify as the biggest gaps on that path? Yeah, I think increased visibility from a broadcast standpoint is going to be really huge for the league. 
Um, so as the league moves forward from the broadcasting standpoint, I think from an in-stadium um, at Audi Field, it'll be about the continued expansion of experiences at the at Audi Field and how that moves forward. And then I think there's going to be a lot coming across and not just in our world of MLS, but overall in sports and the sports betting space is going to be very interesting um, as we move forward. Yeah, that is going to be a big one. That's definitely going to change the landscape of the industry. So excited to see where that goes. So I'm sure you're going to make a lot of ton of new memories, Danita, in your new role with DC United. But to this point, what has been your favorite working in the sport industry moment? I mean, probably for me, it's winning championships is a huge piece. Um, I, I love doing that. It's so exciting. Um, and then for me, that's one of them, the championships experiences I've had in the past. And probably the secondary one would be, you know, with our franchise when I was with the LA Sparks, winning WNBA Franchise of the Year. So that's like our business championship. So um, being able to be one of the top franchises in the league um, was a huge accomplishment for us over the past couple of years. Wow. And, and what's something like, there's a lot of things that go into franchise of the year, but we, we understand what goes on when you win a championship. That's a business award, really. So what is the franchise of the year award? Yeah. And this is in the WNBA, not in MLS, but for the WNBA, it's a combination of ticket sales, marketing, sponsorship dollars. And so they take a measurement of all those different areas of the business and how you perform against the other teams. And then the team that performs the best is crowned as the franchise of the year. Wow. Okay. So that's a big, big accomplishment for yeah, you, it's, when you got that. Uh, what absolutely. year did you win that? 2019. 2019. So recently. All right. Yeah. Congrats on that one. Thank you. Now to wrap this up, Danita, what is your best piece of advice for those looking to break into this industry and really continue succeeding in it? Um, I think one of the biggest things is one, identify where you want to be within the industry create a network of people. And I know that's really hard at times, but, you know, reach out to people, think about people you went to school with, especially like for those coming fresh out of college, maybe some people that are alums from your university that may be working in sports um, to try to build a connection with them from that standpoint. Uh, your internship opportunities are going to be very critical into this and it gives you a good a view of what's ahead. And so making sure you find a good internship as well. So those are some of the key things, just especially like for the audience that we're speaking with today and, and for everybody listening in this range, I think those are going to be critical into the part of the first part of your success in this career. Great advice there. If anybody on this podcast wants to kind of look more into what you're doing, uh, you're all over the news right now. So congratulations. Just a quick Google of Danita Johnson. Any last words you want to leave our crew with? Do the things you love and do them well. All right. Perfect advice. Danita, thank you so much for your time. Know you're very busy right now. We loved having you on the Living Sport Podcast. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Hey, Living Sport Network. Thank you for listening to the Living Sport Podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to not miss another episode and feel free to share this episode with your friends. At Living Sport, we utilize sport as a catalyst to experience the world and to inspire personal and professional growth through our international and domestic sport business programs. Our sport business network is for students and recent grads looking to gain an edge over the thousands looking to work in sport. For more information about Living Sport and our programs, please visit livingsport.com. Thank you and have a great day.